Welcome to chapel this morning. We are pleased today to have the Parables Worship Ensemble straight from Goshen College here with us this morning. Parables is an audition group. Folks audition in the spring, get together in August, work with Professor Deb Brubaker in putting together a program, and then they use that program in full or in part in congregations and in other settings throughout the year. So they're uh, often gone on weekends, but we are thrilled to have them present to us the, their program this morning together as one. Before we begin, I'll light the Christ candle. The Christ candle is not magic. It is simply a reminder that the divine is all around us. And when we see the movement of the dancing lamp, it's a reminder that the energy of love is all through the cosmos, present even in you. And so as we light the Christ candle, we're recognizing the cosmic Christ who reveals love to us in all different ways throughout our lives. And I invite you now to give your full attention to parables. from Goshen College, and we are so happy to be worshiping with you here today. Uh, this year, our theme focuses on community and diversity and coming together in that, and we have entitled that program Together as One. I'll begin with a reading from Romans chapter 12, verses 4 through 5. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all serve the same function, so in Christ 
we form one body, with all the members belonging to all the others. We will now present a litany from the Sing the Journey book. When we raise our arms, we'd like you to say with us, let us worship together. And we'll begin that way. Let us worship together. People of God, look about and see the faces of those you know and love. Sisters and brothers, neighbors and friends, a community of kindred hearts. People of God, look about you and see the faces of those you hardly know. Strangers, sojourners, forgotten friends, the ones who need an outstretched hand. People of God, look about and see the images of God assembled here. In me, in you, in each of us, God's love shines for all to share. People of God, come. Let us worship together. And so now we'll go back down the line and we'll introduce ourselves a little bit. My name is Jonah Yoder. I am from Goshen, Indiana. I am a third year studying music, theater, and business. Hello, my name is Rebecca Choi. I'm from Arlington, Massachusetts, and I'm a second year music ed major. Good morning, my name is Aiden Friesen. I'm from Goshen, Indiana, and I'm a third year studying environmental science and chemistry. Good morning, my name is Sharada Weaver. I am a second year from Hyattsville, Maryland, studying nursing and music. Hello, my name is Julian Harnish. I'm a fourth year studying math and music, and I'm from Bluffton, Ohio. Good morning, my name is Yejin Kim. I'm from Seoul, South Korea, and I'm a second year studying music and Spanish. Hi, I'm Matthew Smucker. I'm from Goshen, Indiana, and I'm a second year studying music education. Good morning, my name is Lauren Myers, and I am a second year from North Manchester, Indiana, and I'm studying biology and musical theater. Our next piece is Non Nobis Domine, which is uh, Latin and singing praise to God.
The next song we will share with you is a piece called Lord Listen to Your Children, written by Ken Miedema, and he's been writing Christian music since the 70s and 80s and continues to write to this day.
So um, part of our program, we share music and skits, and we also share our faith stories. And this year, our theme is Together as One, um, about community and diversity. And I'll share um, my faith story where I experienced community and diversity and how that influenced my faith development. So um, I went to a very weird middle school back in Korea. It was a Christian alternative school and also a boarding school. So um, we had like 15 students in each grade, all lived in the dorms, and our school centered on um, building a community, living a sustainable, independent life, and understanding poverty. So as part of our school program, I was in Southeast Asia for four months. So I stayed in India for two months, um, Thailand for a month, and then our last month in Cambodia. And while we were on that journey, um, we stayed in various communities. We um, were in a village of untouchables in India, a Gandhi ashram, a uh, organic farm, missionary school, and Baptist churches, and while we were in Thailand, we got to stay at a Buddhist community. The name of the community um, was Sisa Asok, and there are actually different Asoks spread out through um, in Thailand. And these communities follow five um, basic Buddhist um, teachings. So they, those are no lying, no stealing, no sexual misconduct, um, no use of addictive substances, and no killing, which meant um, a vegan lifestyle, and no killing mosquitoes and fire ants, um, which can become very problematic when you're in the um, tropical rainforest. And um, also, the community followed the philosophy of living a simple life. So on our first day in Sisasok, we gathered in this big white room, and we were introduced to the whole community. And as people were talking, um, they slowly started to get on their knees as this um, head monk um, entered the room. And as he made his way up to this podium, everyone bowed at him. And that was the moment when I realized, oh, I'm not one of these people. We thought we knew how to do this traveling thing because it was our third month in to this um, whole trip. We thought we knew how to blend in and all that. But middle schoolers, we don't. What do they know? And so, um, but thankfully, some of the community members um, catch that we were kind of confused, and they reached out to us and explained that this is purely out of um, showing respect, um, decorum, and if it's if you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to do it. And as a middle schooler. Um, who was raised up in a Presbyterian, pretty conservative um, background, I thought it was very wrong for a Christian to bow to a monk. But then I learned that, oh, there might be exceptions when these um, crossings happen. And um, during my stay in Sisasok, I learned a lot. I was very inspired by how these people were devoted to their faith and um, gathered together and lived in this intentional community, which had its own school, farm, store factories, and how people woke up at 4 a.m. and to do their prayers and study their own scripture. And um, I made friends, and they were really curious about who we were, about Korea and our school. And I was able to evaluate um, where I was on my faith journey and begin to ask those sort of questions. So on our last day, um, we again gathered in the same room, and this time there was less um, confusion. There was more smiles, um, tears, and just more warmth. And 
our group was invited to come up and there was a um, row of elders sitting in front of the whole room and they had these bundle of white strings and they tied those to our um, wrists and by the end I had like 50 on each wrist. And um, they said it was a, um, a blessing from the giver to the traveler as they continue their journey and also a reminder of the friendships, memories and um, all that um, that they can carry as they continue their journey. And it was a very good reminder for me that the world is a diverse place and you can see God in different ways. Thank you. Next in our program, we are going to be doing um, a modern day version of the Good Samaritan.
So I will also be sharing my faith story today. Um, and before I get into the base of my story, I need you to understand two truths. First one being, I look like someone who speaks English. The second one being that my parents are pretty cool. First one is probably pretty easy for you to believe as I'm sitting in front of you speaking English right now. The second one might seem uh, a little bit more out of character for someone my age. But my parents have never missed an opportunity to give me or any of my siblings an experience. And so when the time came to go pick up my little brother from China after my 10th grade year, we were all on the plane to go get him. And after a full day of traveling with delays and language barriers, uh, we finally arrived to get him. And in the town where he was staying, there was a large lake in the middle. And it was mid-June at about the latitude of Florida. So it was very hot. And people would just go to congregate there because there wasn't really air conditioning inside and the idea of a refreshing beverage was hot tea. So, you know, for us Americans, maybe, maybe not what we were used to. And one day in particular, um, we were standing out by the, by the lake and people had been approaching us a lot because, you know, we, we didn't look like we belonged there. But, um, one day in particular, a woman came up and she had a bunch of like high school age kids with her. And she said, I am teaching English to these children and would you be willing to just sit and converse with them for a while just so that they can work on their conversational English. And we were like, you know, sure. We don't really have anything going on. We've got a full week here with, you know, various meetings, but not a ton of commitments. And so we all sat together, and it was just a really nice time for us to give something to these people and also to just receive their presence and to learn a little bit more about them. And that's the time that I saw diversity and community coming together, and it really formed my beliefs of what people can do when they come together. Thank you. Now we will be singing a Korean song uh, called Sonashin Mukja, which means Shepherd of My Soul.
So we're going to be doing another drama for you. And this one is about an elephant and some people who can't see very well. Once upon a time, in a village far away, there lived seven people so blinded by their own narrow-mindedness, they only ever saw their own way as the truth. One day, these people heard that there was an elephant near the village. Never having seen an elephant for themselves, they decided that they would all go see what an elephant was together. Let's go! And so they went to where the elephant was, and each one of them touched it. The elephant! It's like a pillar! Said the first narrow-minded person, who was touching the elephant's leg. What? No. I think it's a rope. Said the second narrow-minded person, who was touching the elephant's tail. No, you both are wrong. This is like the branch of a tree. Said the third narrow-minded person, touching the tusk of the elephant. Now it's a big fan. Said the fourth narrow-minded person, touching the elephant's ear. said the fifth narrow-minded person, touching the side of the elephant. It's a pipe. <laughs> said the sixth narrow-minded person, touching the trunk of the elephant. They all began to argue about which one of them was right, not one of them listening to what anyone else was saying. These people were so blinded by their own narrow-mindedness, they wouldn't take anybody else's ideas into account. Then along came a wise man. And he asked them, what are you arguing about? And they all explained to the wise man that they couldn't agree on what an elephant was. They all proceeded to tell the wise man what they thought an elephant was. The wise man smiled and explained, you are all correct. The reason you experienced the elephant differently is because you were touching a different part of the elephant. The elephant has legs that are like pillars it has a tail like a rope. It has sides like big walls. It has ears like big fans. It has tusks like the branches of trees. And it has a trunk that is just like a pipe. said the near, I mean now broad-minded people. And they were all happy that they were correct. And they left the place with a deeper understanding of perspective. It is important not only to take your own ideas into account, but others as well.
Thank you for worshiping with us today. Um, for our last song, we will be singing Baba Yetu, which is a song that some of you might be familiar with from a video game, Civilization 4? Yes? Okay. Um, and it's the Lord's Prayer in Swahili. You may go in peace.